literally been bantering for like the past several hours. I've been here since 11 a.m. Yeah. And I want you out of my goddamn house. Jeez, not gonna happen. Oh no. Until you take me away. <laughs> take me away, Evan. Take me away. Hello and welcome to Unstable Universes, the podcast where we ruin two of your favorite fandoms at once. I'm Evan Rowell. And I'm Alana Hopper. Jeez. Take me away, Evan. Take me away. <laughs> this is the podcast where we randomly, tandemly, fandomly <laughs> generate a fan fiction crossover, yep. which we then read to you, lovely listeners. That's right. So, so last week, what was our random tandem fandoms, Alana? It was Resident Evil. Yes. All media types. Of course. And Mothman. Uh-huh. And a breakup fic. Uh-oh. <laughs> which we wrote together. That's true, we did. It's episode 20. Yep. Every 10 episodes, we write the fic together. Which it I gets, love. It gets juicy, it gets spicy. It it's, gets convoluted. It's everything you want out of a Mexican meal. <laughs> This one was good. Oh, very strong. Honestly, I feel like whenever we write together, it is strong, though. Just because then we're both memeing real hard. Oh, we're memeing so hard. <laughs> Do love some good memes. Some yeah. Good quality memes. I wish we could include gifts in our thing. If we could include gifts. Maybe I'll do a Tumblr version where I just toss in a shit ton of gifts every now you and then. You definitely should. That'd be fun. Okay, I'm gonna do that. You can do that every ten. <laughs> just the ones we write together on. Yeah. Because those ones are like hardcore memers. Oh. Mostly unstable universes memes. But yeah. also a lot of like just general population memes. Really? There's a couple. Yeah. There's vaping. Oh yeah. Vape tricks. But that could be an unstable universes meme because vanilla vape That's was true. what Gary Zilla used. That's true. Listener, that was a pivotal plot point in my Godzilla fan. It's true. Well, listener, let's let's see if you can name all of the Unstable Universe's memes in this ungodly fanfiction. Yeah. Oh, we didn't use Scream Like a Little Bitch. No, we didn't. Shit. Quickly, work it in. We do have Screamed. Have someone throw a chair. <laughs> At the end? Instead yeah. of ending on a, on a, like... On the note we end on. Just, <laughs> and then someone threw a chair. Yeah. John Cena comes in and breaks a chair over someone's head. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, uh, Leon. Oh, that's good. Yeah, people are going to... People will soon realize that we didn't use Leon as our Resident Evil character. Did we say we were going to? No, but I think that that's just kind of like... One of the more iconic characters. Yeah. Especially for being gay. Oh, is he gay? No. Oh. A lot he of just... people write him as gay, though. That's fair. It's the hair, isn't it? Yeah. So it's like emo bangs. Yeah. But we didn't use Leon. No. We used someone else. We thought about it. He was, like, in one of the drafts. Yeah. One of the Beat Notes drafts. Yeah, we still have our Beat Notes for... The final draft. So we'll read those to you at the end. Yeah. They're juicy. They are. I really like them. <laughs> Shall we just jump into the fix then? Yeah. All right. What's our title? Oh, we have a title. We, we have actually a title have prepared. a title. <laughs> the, uh, the title of our Mothman Resident <laughs> Evil breakup fanfiction is The Ultimate Breakup Murder. 
I'm already giggly. This is so bad. You're wasted, guy. I'm <laughs> not, though. Alright, so this is The Ultimate Breakup, colon, Murder. <laughs> by Alana and Evan. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why we don't read our own fix, because I looked at the first word and started laughing. Yeah. My name's Blurryface, and I care what you think. Shook the thin walls of Mothman's bedroom, threatening to make this. <laughs> this is why we don't do it. This is so hard. I know. <laughs> Alright. My name's Blurryface, and I care what you think. Shook the thin walls of Mothman's bedroom, threatening to make the Suicide Squad posters fall. He couldn't even see his boyfriend, Chris Redfield, through the ungodly thick vanilla scented fog. From the moist cloud, as opposed to dry clouds, <laughs> emerged a hand holding the vape pen they were sharing. Mothman took it in his weird moth hands and held it to his weird moth mouth, taking a deep drag. He tried to blow a smoke ring, but he couldn't tell if he succeeded because of how densely packed the room already was with vape. <laughs> Love a bug! I have cheese and crackers and grapes for you boys! Came the lovely call of a lovely moth lady. She's so lovely. God, leave them outside the door, screamed Mothman angstily. Thank you, Moth Mom. Please enter with the food. <laughs> called... That seems kind of rude, I know. Too. <laughs> called Chris Redfield. His dick was hard. Luckily, the copious amounts of vape hit his semi. <laughs> if that doesn't tell you what we're in store for, I don't know what will. <laughs> The door opened slowly, allowing some of the fog to escape the room. Mothman's Moth Mom entered, carrying trays of Triscuits, medium cheddar, and green seedless grapes sliced in half. So sweet. The two boys salivated at the tasty snacks. Although, in Chris's mind, Moth Mom was a tasty snack. We should have spelled snacks with two C's. It's true. <laughs> what a wasted opportunity. Not that he could ever tell his boyfriend that. Hmm. Such a sweet boy you are, Christopher, cooed Moth Mom as she set down the platter on her son's desk. Chris watched her bend over and was deeply turned on by the sway of her ass. <laughs> Ew, Moth Mom, get out of my room. You smell like mothballs. So fucking rude. Mothman scoffed at his dear old mom. Oh, Flutterby, she blushed, trying to play her son's insult off as a joke. Hey, don't talk to your mom like that said Chris. That's not appropriate. Shut up, Chris. She's just a woman. Mothman laughed horribly. Moth Mom decided to make a swift exit while the two lovers quarreled. I don't like the way you talk to your mama, Chris said through gritted teeth. I don't like the way you talk to my mama either, Mothman replied, clenching a moth hand into a tight fist. The two partners had a screaming match over the 21 pilots that was still blaring. I don't love you anymore, Chris finally cried. I never loved you, Mothman said plainly. Chris stood, gathered his jacket and his vape, and stormed out, slamming the door behind him. The Suicide Squad poster fell to the ground, crumpled like their relationship. Damn. But before Chris could head back to the Umbrella Corp barracks, he needed to take a sick whiz. <laughs> That's probably the dumbest sentence. Is mm, it? No. <laughs> he wandered the swanky halls looking for the bathroom. Usually he and Mothman peed together in bottles in his room for later use. That might be the dumbest sentence. 
The layout of the house was labyrinthine, like the nest of a moth. He opened door after swanky door, his bladder growing larger with each passing second, until finally he found what he was looking for. As Chris opened the final door on the left side of the hallway, steam poured out of the room, not unlike the vape that he had just been sitting in. Mm. Hello? Came a feminine voice from deep in the steam. I have a question. Yeah? Does vape actually leave clouds? Like, can you hotbox with a vape? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. (laughs) That never occurred to me until now. It's okay. This is a different universe where mothmen exist. That's true. Very fair. Oh, sorry, Ms. Mothmom. I just needed to take a sick whiz, but I can wait until you're done in here. Chris said, quickly turning to exit the bathroom. No. Wait, she called, emerging from the white mist. Chris paused and looked back at her. She was wrapped in a minion's beach towel and nothing else. It looked scratchy against her soft, conditioned fur. Water droplets clung to her sexy two eyes, form dripping slowly and sensually down her curves. Sproing went his erection at the erotic sight. She slowly approached Chris, her hands tracing the top edge of the towel before untucking the corner and letting the faces of Bob, Stuart, and whatever the third one is called fall to the ground. Her perky 34 C's were now clearly in view. Furry nips pointed directly at Chris's erection like tiny dowsing rods. They seemed to follow her gaze. Jesus, that's terrifying. Why did you write it? I don't know. It seemed like a good idea at the time. Chris stepped closer to Moth Mom, closing the distance between them. His eyes focused on her nipples. She reached out and began to unbutton his shirt, and soon their bare chests were pressed together as they shared a sloppy kiss. Ew. Her moth mouth was weird, but not uncomfortable. He was used to kissing her son, after all. That's fucked. That's a fucked line. You know, I always needed a little help scrubbing between my wings. Could you lend a hand? She murmured between kisses. Chris dropped his pants. No underwear. (laughs) The two horn dogs, D-A-W-G-S, the two horn dogs headed into the large shower. She turned on the twin waterfall shower heads, cocooning them in warm water and steam. Chris grabbed a loof and began to scrub. They bang. One word. They bang one word. Chapter break. Six months later, Chris and Moth Mom stand at the altar. <laughs> Surrounded by their loving friends and family, a Catholic priest stands between them, reading from the Bible. Chris looked out into the pews, his heart warmed by all the love and support in the room for his union with the love of his life, Moth Mom. This is so nice. However, there was one sour grape in the bunch. Moth Man sat in the front row, arms crossed and scowling. His eyes concentrated on his ex-lover and soon-to-be stepfather. (laughs) Chris gave a shrug and a wink, then turned back to his beloved. Do you, Chris Redfield, take this moth woman to be your lawfully wedded moth wife? (laughs) To have and to hold? The priest was interrupted by Chris. Wait, I don't want to be Chris Redfield anymore. That man has done so many terrible things. I'm not him anymore. I want you to call me Roy. Roy Mothman. (laughs) The priest nodded and re-asked the question, now with his newly adopted name. I do. A loud blast echoed through the room. 
Chris put a hand to his stomach and looked at it, stained red with his blood. He collapsed, falling from the dais at the front of the church. Mothmom shrieked in fear and horror, running to her groom and cradling his head in her moth lap. <laughs> she looked into the crowd to see who had shot the love of her life. Standing in the front row was her son, holding a big-ass gun. Smoke sizzling from the barrel. Tears rolled down her fuzzy moth face. Why, love-a-bug? Why would you do this to me? He dumped me. And I hate women. They don't deserve happiness, Mothman stated. He was about to turn the gun on himself, but one of his burly uncles tackled him from the side, knocking the gun from his grip. Not today, you little shit, said the uncle, his foot pressed against Mothman's throat. Mothbum, Chris whispered weakly, life quickly leaving his body. Will you take me to be your husband? Yes, yes, of course, Moth Mom cried with shaking, blood-stained hands. Chris took the ring from the ring bearer and placed it on Moth Mom's moth finger. His hands fell away as death finally overtook him. A heartbreaking sob escaped from Moth Mom's newly wed moth mouth <laughs> as she clutched her beloved. The end. Aww. Are you good? Yeah, that's the most insane thing we've ever written. Love, sex, murder, betrayal, showers. Boyfriends to step parents. <laughs> that classic trope. I enjoyed it. It was short, but it was like, it was everything Ooh, it needed to be. It was action-packed. Anything longer would have just been drawn out. Been stupid. This was not stupid at all. Mm-hmm. I think we could have written more sex scene. But we didn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> We're still reeling from episode six. Stop. I feel like I'm kind of over it now. Well, maybe episode 30 we can write a real porn. Okay, sure. Tune in in ten weeks. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite line? Ooh. Newlywed moth face is good. <laughs> I, I just really like the opening with the Suicide Squad poster. I feel like that's in character for Mothman. Is it? According to what canon? My head canon. Oh, okay, fair enough. I think my favorite line is, I want you to call me Roy. Roy Mothman. <laughs> really? That's yeah. your favorite line? Oh, we have to read the, the beat notes. Oh, yeah! So the beat notes are basically the story structure... As we're coming up with it. Yeah. And then we kind of flesh each part out and it becomes the story. Yeah. So, what we came up with initially for our idea, uh, the title was Chris Redfield Fucks Mothman, <laughs> brackets, still a swanky feminist podcast. Yep. Well, we did still have feminist elements. Oh, we're definitely still feminist. Where it's like, hey, you can't talk to women like that. <laughs> so, our B notes start off strong with boyfriend turned stepdad. <laughs> If people don't know, boyfriend is the gender-neutral term for boyfriend or girlfriend. Yeah, it combines boy and girl into goy. <laughs> and then you put friend on there. Yep, boyfriend. So boyfriend turned stepdad. Yep. Start out in Mothman's bedroom. Mothmom comes in with pasta. <laughs> that changed. Mothman says something rude. Brackets, calls her fat? Smells like mothballs? Yep. Chris defends her. She leaves. Chris gets upset that Mothman treats women badly. They break up. Chris storms out of the room. Now this is probably the biggest change. Uh, tries to leave the house but gets lost in the swank. 
those first few like bullet points are fine, and then after that one, it just goes down. <laughs> yeah, things get a little weird. So, um, walks into Moth Mom's bedroom. She's exiting the shower. Brackets thirty four C. And then the next one is just in quotes sproing. <laughs> As if someone is saying the word sproing. Is it all caps? Yes. With an exclamation point. Uh, they bang, one word. <laughs> we kept that in. They bang. Yep. Uh, Chris is Mothman's stepdad, legally changes his name to Roy Mothman, <laughs> Esquire. We didn't add Esquire. No, we didn't. They get married, one word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At the wedding, Mothman kills Chris in a jealous rage, brackets the ultimate breakup, Murder. Yep, which ended up being our title. The end. So? There was also another bullet point that got deleted. Oh, yes. <laughs> a very important bullet point. From a previous idea. Yes. And it was just, sperm is tiny mothmen. Uh-huh. And I'll just leave that there for people to... Just percolate. Yeah. Give us a five-star review on this podcast and title it, Sperm is Tiny Mothmen. And then just tell us what you think about that statement. Yeah. Let us know. What do you think about sperm is tiny Mothman? <laughs> I don't remember who's sperm. Mothman's? Mothman's. Oh, okay. Because originally I think Chris Redfield was going to leave somebody else for Mothman. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I think that was Leon. Yeah. And so his sperm was going to be tiny Mothman. And then we were like trying to find the Moth Mom version. But we didn't want her to be a squirter. Because it was going to be squirt is tiny Mothman. That's gross. <laughs> I'm wasted. <laughs> well, do you think you can read while you're wasted? Oh, for sure. Because I'm real excited because this marks the return of Jamie Oliver and Anthony Bourdain. That's right. We haven't seen them in a few weeks. They were gone, but never forgotten. Of course. And now they've returned. Who could ever forget Stronger that? Stronger than ever. I sure hope so. Alright, so uh, the Jamie Oliver, Anthony Bourdain fic, does it have a title? Uh, it does. What would that be? The title is Raccoon Shitty Blues <laughs> by Anthony Bourdain and Jamie Oliver. Alright, I'm into it. It was a brandy new... Mmm, brandy. I love brandy. Side Evel K- Evil Knievel. He slumped his meaty hand over his near-destroyed upholstery and chortled to himself. His cool crystal glass swayed back and forth with his gaze. Time to take the pretties out for a walk, he smiled. Evil stumbled first to the moldy, decrepit floor before standing on his two feet. He moseyed across his small apartment to a large, netted cabinet. Evil grasped the bulbous, rusty handle and turned the latch. Okay, am I stupid? Is Evil Knievel in Resident Evil? I don't think so. Is it just because his name's Evil? They're going with that? Maybe. Okay. How do you spell Evil Knievel? I don't fucking know, guys. Because this is E-V-E-L. I think that might be it. Interesting. I've just never seen it written out, ever. Well, now you have. Multiple times. Maybe, right? Maybe. (gasps) Ka-chunk! Went the cabinet. The door swung open as torrents of moths poured into the room. Mother of God. Evil gripped his glass and stepped back into the cloud of ecstasy. He gave a twisted grin before his mouth collapsed into a hearty laugh. Giddy as a schoolgirl, Evil leapt around the room, spilling brandy on what remained of his moth-digested furniture. Gross. So he has... Are they his pets? So is Evil Knievel a mothman? Oh. 
I not like that. a literal Mothman, but... But like how we say cat lady. Yeah. But Mothman. Interesting. That's an interesting take on it. His erratic prancing didn't go unnoticed. In the apartment below, the landlords were listening to the racket being caused by the resident evil. They sat reading... <laughs> <laughs> we got it. We that got there. Good. Yeah, we got there. <laughs> it was a bit of a trip. Bit of a stretch, maybe, but uh, we got there. Yeah. It was good. I appreciate it, you know? <laughs> it's all about the build-up. Yep. They sat reading opposite each other in silence until Chris Redfield threw down his book. Mother of God. Oh, my God. He's we need to evict that resident evil, said <laughs> Chris. Why would you want to get rid of the nice Mothman, replied Jill Valentine. She was clearly wounded by the question. The Mothman, Resident Evil, and Jill had a special bond. <laughs> winking face with, I think, with a... Oh no, it's just a winking face, I think. Okay. Would you say this is a winking face, or is that a winking face with a raised eyebrow? I... Guess it's a raised eyebrow. Yeah, winking face with a raised eyebrow. Let us let us know, Anthony and Jamie. Because said Chris with two hands on the bridge of his nose, he's fucking insane. He's just too lit for you, quipped Jill. You're jealous that you'll never feel the whispering touch of a moth's wings on your body. Oh boy! Chris looked up at Jill and squinted. I'm going up there. Chris rose, not no. unlike bread in an oven. <laughs> From his seat and determination in his eyes. He's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> he strode over to the door, stopping briefly to grab the only protection he had against the hordes of moths. After storming up the stairs with umbrella in hand, <clears throat> it read corporation on the handle. Classic. Chris pounded on the thick with two C's. Nice. Door of the Resident Evil. <laughs> Mothman! He bellowed. Open the door now! Chris would soon regret asking. The door swung open and Chris found himself face to face with a foul-smelling troll. He opened up his corporation umbrella in defense just as the moths began to swarm towards him. Uh-oh. Evil smirked at Chris. Yeah? Suddenly, Jill came racing up the stairs, her face as red as a red painting. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, stop at this instant, she cried, sounding like a... Uh, Sounding like a... A mother, but the word moth is in bold. <laughs> a mother. A mother. Who is frustrated with her child, Tommy, who just wouldn't shut the fuck up. Jesus, Tommy, when are you going to learn you can't just get your way by pouting? Kids like Tommy are the reason that you aren't allowed to bring peanut butter to school. Oh, my. Uh, get fucked, Tommy. <laughs> Chris and... got burned. Oh, damn. Poor Tommy. Chris and Jill had been here before. This wasn't their first angry encounter. Maybe that was part of the problem in their crumbling relationship. Chris closed his corporation umbrella indignantly and stormed over to the window, still being swarmed by moths. Of course. He quickly opened it. The window, not the umbrella. <laughs> to give the moths a breath of freedom like they had never known. Oh, boy. N <gasps> no! Cried the resident evil. There's a hick in there. Oh, okay. Just, I wasn't just like... You are famous for having hiccups forever. I know. They stopped for a week and a half and they're back. Oh my god. Right? You're cursed. Apparently. They wanted to give you a taste of freedom and then just drag you back. He tripped on an old motorcycle and passed out mid-fall from too much brandy. 
Whoa. Chris and Jill stood facing each other in the Mothman's dirty, moist, dank, and any other synonym for disgusting apartment. Tears flowed down Jill's eyes as she watched her children flutter into the breeze outside. Whoa, wait. <gasps> she fucked Mothman. She's having an extramarital affair with resident evil Knievel the Mothman. <laughs> her fiery gaze turned to Chris. How could you? said Jill in a quiet yet still fiery voice. Chris lost his composure. Is this where your heart lies, Jill? With this, Mothman? You're both delusional. Maybe love is delusional, Chris, cried Ooh. Jill. But you wouldn't know. I love him. The moths. The furniture. What furniture? Pressed Chris as he regained his composure. If you're going to stay with this Mothman, our resident evil... Then we're breaking up, Chris said, <laughs> tears gushing from his eyes. Fine. Then I guess we're through, Jill stated definitively. Fine. Fine. Finn. Wow. Heartbreaking. Was... <laughs> I'm in tears. That was really clever. That was a clever fix. I was thrown for a loop when you said Evil Knievel. Because I was just like, is Evil Knievel in Resident Evil? <laughs> is that a thing? This was like a three-way crossover. It's true. I guess Mothman wasn't really included. He wasn't spirit. Yeah. You can definitely feel the ghost of him lingering, but not physical Mothman with his nice chest hair and his six-pack abs. You never know. Evil Knievel probably has chest hair and six-pack. I don't think so. No? No. Okay. That was good. Yeah. I'm so happy that they're back. Two strong fix. Yeah. Hope to see more of you, uh, fellas. Yeah. Shall we move into random tandems? I guess. That's that's all we got left. Okay. Do you want to explain what our random tandem fandom generator is? Random tandem fandoms is the second segment of our two-segment podcast. This is the segment where we randomly tandemly fandomly generate next week's fanfiction crossover. So we will get two fandoms and a tag. Then we get a week to write it. Mm-hmm. And then next episode we'll read it. Yeah. Okay. Let's find out what we have this week. Drum roll. Okay. Oh. Okay. All right. Okay, so our main fandom yeah. is the Lord of the Rings. Ooh. Our supporting fandom is self-insert. Uh-oh. And our tag is abduction. Oh, dear God. Jeez. Would you like to explain Lord of the Rings? Sure. So... Uh, in the 1930s, there was a man by the name of J.R.R. Tolkien. He made up basically all of the fantasy that has existed in the past <laughs> century by writing Lord of the Rings, which takes place in Middle-earth. There's dwarves, there's elves, there's orcs, there's wizards, there's a whole bunch of shit. There's hobbits. Yep. You may know them as halflings, but you probably know them as hobbits. They're short and have big feet. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's some rings that get made, and they have powers, and by the time Lord of the Rings rolls around, there's only one left, and, uh, they've got to go destroy it. Yeah. In the fires of Mountain Doom. Mm-hmm. Real but, creative name. But it's, uh, it's quite the trek to get there. It takes nine hours in movie time. I can only imagine how long in <laughs> real time. And, uh, you know, there's a weird fuck named Smeagol. Yeah. Or Golem. He's both. Yep. And then they eventually do it. Yeah. I like the movies. I didn't like the books. I did not make it past Bilbo's birthday in the books. 
I think I got, like, somewhere there, too. Because <laughs> it's the first, like, hundred pages. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm not... And it's boring, and it's written in stream of consciousness. Yeah. I feel like if it wasn't written in stream of consciousness, I would have been able to do it. But I'm just not a fan for, like, oh, you don't know what a hobbit is? Here's three pages of a hobbit. Now, back to what I was saying before. Yeah. And I'm like... Well, I don't know what you were saying before. Now I have to go back, like, three pages to figure out... The movies, however, are quite good. They are good. I dig it. And self-insert. Yeah, what's a self-insert? A self-insert is when you, yourself, insert yourself. The author. (laughs) When the author inserts themselves into the story. Yeah, so that means that you're going to be reading some Lord of the Rings and Alana and Lord of the Rings and Evan. You know what happened the last time we got an Alana fic? Oh, it got real good. Oh my god, I'm going to fuck Smeagol. <laughs> this is it. I just said I felt like I got over the Fozzie Bear fic and I'm ready to move on to something else. Just and in time. Smeagol is definitely that something else. Oh no. <laughs> and uh, Abduction. It's like Taken. Or Taken 2. Or Taken 3? I didn't see it. I didn't see Taken 3 either. Or Stolen, the Nick Cage version of Taken. Ooh. Abduction is just kidnapping. Or, you know, you you take someone to somewhere they don't want to be. Yeah. Alien abduction. Could be. I'm an alien. And I'm gonna abduct Smeagol. And I'm gonna probe him. You're gonna probe his ring. Oh, damn, that's good. That's going to be the title of my story. (laughs) Probing Smeagol's Ring. An alien abduction story. Perfect. Well, shall we uh, get the hell out of here? Yeah, I'm excited for next week, honestly. Yeah? We'll see if I write on the bus, but (laughs) hopefully not. Hopefully I have my shit together. Perhaps. Okay. So thank you for listening. If you want to read either of our fics, you can check out fanfiction.net or AO3. We're under the username Unstable Universes. That's right. You can find us on Twitter at Ununpodcast, Facebook at Unstable Universes, unstableuniverses.tumblr.com as well. I've yep. actually posted... One thing. One thing. I checked yesterday. Oh, shit. You see, the fanfiction community's not as big on Tumblr as I would have thought. Really? Yeah, it's like, even if you check the fanfiction tag, there's, like, nothing. I was so... I keep checking it, and I followed a ton of blogs, and I was like, this is sad. I would have thought it would have been huge. Right? Maybe it's bigger for fan art. Yeah. Maybe a lot of DeviantArt moved to Tumblr, but it's like, we have AO3 and fanfiction.net, so it's like... Or maybe it's just, like, a, like specific fandoms. Like, I feel like Sherlock fanfic slash fic would still be really big on Tumblr. Mm. There's a lot of reader, so it'll be, like, someone in reader, and so it's, like, insert your name. I see that, but I don't see, like, actual fan fictions. Oh, that's weird. Well, you can check out the Tumblr if you want to. Yeah. And then if you want to write in, you can send us either a link on any of our social media or send us an email at unstableuniverses at gmail.com. That's right. Give us a review. We have some new reviews that we can uh, read. This one is uh, five stars from Fizil, uh, titled Very Unique in all caps. Uh, this show is something like no other in the best way possible. I love it. Such great storytelling. Happy face. Are we good storytellers? No. <laughs> I think we're good storytellers. We just don't write good stories. Oh, interesting. Good storytellers, not good authors. Mm. I think there's a difference. There is a difference. I think you're right. Do you want to read the next one? Hilarious and Savage by T. 
TM411. First few episodes I listened to left me both in stitches laughing and wondering what I'd been wasting my life doing in these fan forums. Brilliant. Cool. Also five stars. Uh, Then we have another five-star review from T.I. Harris. This is awesome. I love writing and I love funny, and this has both. Great stuff. He loves funny. Are we funny? I hope we're funny. Our main category is comedy. (laughs) So I sure hope we're funny. (laughs) And then another five-star one by Thumbprints. Goofs for days. Funny, silly, really easy to listen to, and goofy. And a goofy. Aww. Really... Really easy to easy to listen to a goofy. Fantastic in the car on a long trip. Cool. Thanks, Thumbprints. Thank and you. And everyone else who yeah. took the time to write some reviews for us. If you want to write some reviews, we'd really appreciate it. Always five stars, of course. But I mean, if you don't think we're a five star podcast, I understand. Yeah. I think we're a like three star <laughs> podcast, but other people disagree. Yeah. Evan honestly wants to receive more hate mail. Oh, tell us everything we're doing wrong. Yeah. That's uh, how you grow. I want to I wanna get torn apart. Yeah. Not just, like, the simple, kill yourself, this sucks. Oh, yeah, no, I don't want that. We, we want, like, everything we're doing wrong written in the most savage way possible. I want constructive criticism, but in a way that feels like I'm getting torn a new asshole. Ooh. If you know what I'm saying. No. Goodbye! Goodbye!